0: you're listening to leveling up where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business it's time to power up your skills through life
1: gamification with your host eric Sue. all right everyone today we've got seth kniep who's the co-founder and ceo of just one dime which is a coaching company for amazon and e-commerce sellers there's a lot to unpack here so seth i just want to first welcome you to the show how is it going my friend
0: Good. It's a beautiful day in Austin. A little chilly when it's about 60 degrees. Everyone thinks it's snowing. So they throw on these big woolly Eskimo type coats. But apart from that, I'm doing quite well.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Well, let's talk about, I mean, I guess let's talk about the company a little bit. Just One Dime. A, I mean, you know, for the marketers here, I guess, what is the story behind that name?
0: Yeah. So I started with a single dime. I was broke. Uh, I was $24,000 in debt. I worked for the richest company in the world named after a fruit and I hated my life. I hated my manager. My manager did not treat me well. And I was living the corporate dream. And I say that in quotes, but I was miserable. And so, I came up with this crazy idea. What if I just took a dime and I doubled it until it was $100,000? And it blew my mind, Eric, when I realized you only have to double it 20 times to blow past
1: $100,000. Does this relate to the Dave Ramsey teachings around crushing debt? Is that Are they tied together? Kind of, although
0: I would love to get Tom Wheelwright, Robert Kiyosaki's CPA, who's also my CPA, and Dave Ramsey. We're working on getting him in my podcast so they can debate this because Dave Ramsey does a great job, in my opinion, of teaching defense how to get rid of debt and live safe. Whereas, in my opinion, Tom Wheelwright, under Robert Kiyosaki, teaches how to live with calculated risk and grow your wealth. So, Dave Ramsey got me started but Robert Kiyosaki definitely helped
1: to scale that much faster. Got it. First e-commerce store, you failed and you sold it for 35 bucks on, of, of all places, what? eBay. <laughs> I've never Eric, heard that before.
0: Eric, I, I am proud to say I sold my first company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was tough. It, we, were, we were selling e-cigarettes and vapes because what I would do is I locked myself to a chair and every day I would call a bunch of suppliers and ask a simple question. I found this huge list online. I would say, what is the best selling product today? And then as soon as they'd answer, I'd write it down. Then I'd say, what's the second best? What's the third? And the vast majority at that time were saying e-cigarettes and vapes because that was blowing up. So I thought, okay, I'll start a vape e-cigarette company. Not a great strategy because a lot of these suppliers, they're going to tell you what they also want to get rid of, not just what is selling well. But in my mind, I was so new to entrepreneurialism. All I knew is I have to do something. So even though it was a terrible plan, it still got my feet wet enough to fall on my face, sell the company for $35 and realize I needed to find a new path.
1: That's such a good headline. He sold his company for $35. So you learned a lot from that, obviously. Let's not discount that. And what did you parlay to $35 into next?
0: So that's when I was at the same time I started doubling my dime because my dream was if I can get this dime double 20 times, it'll go over $100,000. And I got up to $400 just for asking. Now, at some point, it doesn't keep an even number divisible by 10. So I just switched it to the, rounded up to the next 10. And every day when I got back home, after talking to just random people, and I would share my dream with him, I would stick the money in a little envelope in a drawer next to my desk. I got up to $400 just for asking random people. In fact, the guy who doubled me from 200 to 400, what, the first time I met him, he was the owner of a hot dog shop in the Austin area. And he and his wife had just left the corporate world. So he really resonated with my passion to build a business so I could get out of the nine to five death by paycheck cycle. So I took that $400 and I started researching how to sell on eBay. And that's when I found cremation urns. And I noticed they were selling really well. I'm talking about these little tiny urns that hang on a necklace around your neck. And they didn't sell well on eBay at all. Then I switched over to Amazon FBA. Well, first it was FBM fulfilled by merchant. And then they started selling, so then I switched it over to FBA, where I shipped the product into Amazon's fulfillment center, and we started selling up to ten a day, at around ten dollars profit. I was making a hundred dollars a day, and Eric, to me, this was huge money. This yeah. is when I knew there is something significant going on here.
1: Got it. So that store, I mean, what did you take that store? So just to share numbers with people, like, hey, like, sure. what is the success here? Yeah,
0: so we got that store to over a million within 12 months. I blew past the 100,000 within the first six months. I started taking profits from that store, not only to buy new profits, but then started investing in real estate. And that's when Robert Kiyosaki came in. And we found this really kind of covert way to get into real estate without having to start with a huge investment. We would go out, we would rent a condo in Austin. And then with the permission of the landlord, we would sublease it out on Airbnb to other people. And this is before we had HOA issues. Austin started getting really strict. You had to have a short-term rental license. And at one point, we had up to seven condos going at the same time while I'm selling on Amazon, while I'm working for Apple. And at the same time, cleaning toilets every two to three days with my son because we were the people who cleaned the condos. So, life was <laughs> life was insane, but it was also amazing. And sometimes I miss those days.
1: It's all about the journey, right? Yeah. So, one phrase just caught my attention, buying new profits. What do you mean by that?
0: Uh, buying new products. So, we would take the profits from some of the profits on Amazon and we would use it to buy a new product. And usually, we would find a, like an accessory item. Let me just give you a really cool example. So, My wife and I started getting into reselling where we would go into Walmart, we would go into Kohl's, we would go into all Bed Bath & Beyond or even Goodwill, and we would find products. We would use a scanner to see how much they were selling on Amazon. We realized, oh, there's a profit and we would start doing what's called arbitrage. When we found a product we liked a lot, we would come up with a customized version of it. We contact a supplier in China, have them build it out, have them ship it to Amazon's fulfillment center. And now we have our official brand and that's how we would grow these stores because we would start getting repeat customers. We would start building something out in a certain niche or category. And, and that's what I meant by using the profits to buy new products. In other words, taking the money and putting it back into the company.
1: God, and I think that's really important for people to understand, right? People are like, oh, you know, how do I save on taxes or whatever? Obviously, the government should get its fair share. But sure. from what I'm hearing is you're reinvesting in the business. And if you think you're a good steward of your capital and you know how to grow, the, grow it more and hire more people and all that, it's good for the economy. That's basically exactly. what you're doing, right?
0: Totally, exactly. And, you know, one of the biggest challenges that we came into, Eric, is we started making so much on Amazon that our tax liability went up. The first time I had a tax bill, I almost vomited. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I'm going to give about 40% back to the government. This is insane. I worked so hard for this and I wasn't prepared for it. So that's when I really started studying what does accounting mean? What is managing your finances? And here's a little cool tip that I think your audience will really appreciate. We took the profits from our Amazon store and we would start to invest it into real estate. Now you technically can't use that as a tax write-off. Because in, in real estate investment is considered a passive income entity according to the IRS. But an Amazon store is considered an active income entity according to the IRS. These are literal terms with the IRS in their lingo. So what we did is that one day I called my wife and said, look, if you're willing to work a few hours a day, you're going to get a title called a real estate professional. This is not the same as a real estate agent. You don't need a license. All it means is you have to work a minimum number of hours per week in order for us, because you're my spouse, to qualify for our real estate company to become an active income entity. And she's like, Seth, how much is this going to save us? I said, "Oh, a little more than a million. She's like, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) So, she started doing research on these properties and then we began training people how to sell on Amazon while selling on Amazon and then started building Amazon stores for people. And when we had a massive profit on the Just One Dime side, we would take it. And we put it into real estate, which lowers our tax liability and literally, literally, Eric saves us millions of dollars every year because instead of giving that to the government, we're putting it in real estate and now it's Mm -hmm. safe. It's like a tax shelter, but it's a legal one, which is awesome.
1: Got it. Okay. So what I'm hearing is um, you're taking the profits, you're buying new products, right? That's going to cre- create new cash flows. And then right. you are also buying real estate, right? It, which is, you can call it a tax shelter, maybe even like a yep. savings account, right? And yep. you're saving a lot from tax liability standpoint. And they should be looking at becoming a real estate professional for that, correct?
0: Exactly. And that's what, what I think happens. And, and we've seen, I've seen a cycle, especially with people who get into online marketing is first, you really, really struggle, you fall on your face and it hurts. Then all of a sudden you start to see success. And then all of a sudden, you start to make a lot of money. Well, what do I do with this money? Because a lot of that goes back to the government. Well, if I can find a way to reinvest that back into my business to scale, or if I want to take the route of actually hiring staff, which we've done, we have 37 staff. We're located, headquartered here in Austin, Texas. We're building a new training center down the street. They can do that or they can invest it in real estate. What happens though is my knowledge in accounting had to grow. I never thought I would need to understand it. And it doesn't mean I have to be an accountant or a CPA, but man, I needed to know it well enough so I could be smart with my money and reinvest it and then continue to grow that capital as we get to bless more people and then grow our brands as well. Got it.
1: So, what resource, you mentioned Robert Kiyosaki, um, you know, his CPA, like what resources, what's one or two resources you you could share that uh, for for people to get better at this stuff?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome question. So, I would recommend Tom Wheelwright. He is the CPA and the tax counselor, legal lawyer for Robert Kiyosaki and his team who also does our taxes and gives us counsel for planning and building our wealth. If you just search Tom Wheelwright, you're going to see multiple books by him as well as a podcast. His podcast is absolutely phenomenal and I highly recommend it because it's going to inform you. You you will learn stuff that the vast majority of CPAs will never tell you and the vast majority of loan officers don't even know. Like you'll be, you'll, you'll be smarter than them with like within a few weeks and be asking questions like, what does that mean? And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I need to get a better CPA who understands this. Because as soon as you start growing wealth, you need a great mind to help plan that out so that you are saving right. it and you know, using it smart.
1: It sounds to me like most people, I mean, not, I mean, the CPA background is certainly important, but to me, Tom sounds like basically he's your tax strategist, right?
0: Absolutely. 100%. I would even say wealth strategist because they don't just help with the tax side, but also with the wealth planning. So that as your company's making money, you get to leverage it like a tool instead of feeling like you're getting an organ ripped from your body every time April 15th comes around.
1: Right. I love that. Okay. So let's, let's go back to the e-commerce story. So you continue to press it. Things are working out. What do you get this e-commerce? Let's call it your portfolio of companies. What, what size does that grow to And just a range is fine. Yeah, absolutely. So today
0: I'll just give you the big number. First, we manage over a hundred million in Amazon revenue. And part of that is from our own stores. Part of that is from business partners who are launching Amazon businesses with us. Uh, We currently are managing the Amazon store for Kevin Harrington. He was one of the first sharks on shark tank. He was in the first two seasons. And so we're working with his business. We run that BMW asked us to start their store. So to give you like the big number, Eric, we're over a hundred million in revenue, profit margins. They vary as low as 18%, as high as 70%, depending on the product and how high ticket
1: of an item it is. Got it. I love that. You've trained over 10,000 entrepreneurs in over how many countries? Over 150 countries. That's amazing. Okay. So t- talk to me about this program. Cause you, sure. it sounds like things are going so well, you still got your own stuff, but then at one point you're like, dude, let's just help other people do this. So how does that model yeah. work?
0: Absolutely. So the way it started is one night, my son and I, we locked ourselves in a coffee shop here in Austin, Texas, off of South Congress. And we said, we are not leaving this coffee shop until we've planned a scalable way to coach people. Because at that time, Eric, I was spending so much time doing one-to-ones. It was pulling my time away from Amazon. It was also pulling time away from my wife and my four kids. So one of my kids, my son, one of my sons, we sat there and we did not leave until we literally had a plan. And like that night, it was written up. The website was developed. It was horrible. I'd be embarrassed for anyone to see it, but that's when we launched. So today, what we do is we take people who want, who most of them have a nine-to-five right now. All the 27 of them have become millionaires. These are people who started brand new selling in Amazon. But the vast majority have a nine-to-five, and we teach them how to take one or two hours a day, focus on building your Amazon business, and we teach them how to build it. And this is not your typical guru with the course. I'll just sell you a course so I can make money. Goodbye, and never see you again. We actually have headquarters here in Austin. A lot of our students come by and meet and visit with us every week. Live coaching. Why is this so important? because there's so much fraud going out on there. Every single coach has to send me screenshots of their Seller Central account and profit and loss statements on a regular basis. So not only do I know them because they grew up in the program with me and I know they're making money, but I can see they're growing their income. And I think that is so important today, Eric, because there's so many people running around saying, hey, it's really easy to become rich. And you and I both know it is not easy to become rich. It's hard. You have to work hard. You have to give your life to it in some seasons, but you also can do it in a way Where once you have this system working for you, you go to bed, you wake up the next morning, you are more wealthy. Why? Because you built a system that's making you money. So, you know, the typical nine to five, you're only paid when you're working. I always get nervous when I say this at the office because staff are around me. So I hope they still Mm -hmm. like me. (laughs) Because we have this phrase called fire your boss. So I just, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I'll tell you what
1: I'm the same way too. Sometimes I'm like, should I be saying it? But I, I genuinely <laughs> yeah. feel that. Am I being like, a hypocrite? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the best deal is for you to go work for yourself. But hey, like you know, if you yeah. if you start something on your own, make you make it happen. More power to you, right? Like yeah. Anyway, so okay. If I want to get started, this sounds really good because I remember when I, w- when, when I was working a nine to five, the very first thing I did was I had $4,000 to my name. So I bought one of my coworkers' magic e-commerce stores and I tanked it, right? Didn't know what I was doing. I, didn't, <laughs> I love didn't, it. Didn't, <laughs> didn't hire the right, the, the, the right partners and all that. Just yep. wrong, right? Yep. So a program like this would have been hugely beneficial to me, right? So yeah. how much does it cost? How does it work? How long? All that stuff.
0: Sure, absolutely. So we have three different packages depending on where someone is at and how deep they want to go. The easiest way to find out is just go to jod.com slash freedom. Jod.com slash freedom. They will, we actually do not allow just anyone into this. They have to schedule a meeting. They will meet with me or one of our team. They fill out a survey and we walk them through and make sure we understand what their goals are. And we all I'll just give you a quick example, Eric we had a company who wanted to invest 20 million into us building an Amazon business for them. And I will be totally transparent, I was very tempted. And we said no, because we're like, this is not the right person. It it is not worth it to me to make a buck today and a year from now, someone's really upset because it was the wrong relationship and the wrong opportunity. And we have found that we've learned this the hard way. You have to be wise. Who are you gonna bring in and coach? People who have the mindset. And after coaching so many people, I see one theme people who not everyone's successful. Absolutely not. But the people who are successful are people who know how to take ownership instead of blaming the world for the problems or their parents or the economy or the latest issue in politics. They say, you know what? I can still make a choice for myself today and take ownership. And that's the key. So if they just go to JOD.com slash freedom, it's the easiest way to find us. And absolutely we can help them.
1: Got it. And how, how is the coaching structured? You said weekly. Is it like, how long is each session and how does that sure. whole thing work?
0: Absolutely. So there's a combination of one-to-ones. I've always believed the old wise saying, you know, don't just give a man a fish, teach him how to fish, but I do both. So we give them a fish. We do some research for products for them, but we tell them you still have to do your own research. This is a boost for you. And it gives you an idea what to look at. So we will research up to three products for them. We actually find suppliers for them, but because we have two full-time staff in China and a warehouse right now. However, we also teach them how to find a supplier. So the way the program breaks down is there are five courses included and the first course actually covers how to build a legitimate business. Like we actually talk about insurance, tax, sales tax, income tax, all of that stuff that a legitimate business owner is going to need to know at some point instead of just moving quickly to find a product to make you a lot of money because that's where everybody wants to start, right? Yeah. The second course teaches them how to find a profitable product. The third course, how to build the product and the listing and talk to the supplier. The fourth course talks about how to launch it and run PPC and reduce your advertising cost of sale. And then the fifth course teaches them how to expand that into a brand, which which means you can now charge a premium price. Then there's also weekly live coaching where they can ask questions. There's a private community. There's one-to-ones where you meet over video chat, share your screen. We look at your store and give you critical feedback. We tell you what's great. And we tell you what's not good. So, that way, they have someone to kind of check in on them. Once they're in, they're in for life. There is no recurring fee. There's no upsell. You know, Mm -hmm. we are not the cheapest training out there, Eric. But in my opinion, and this might come off as arrogant, we're the best because this is what we live and breathe.
1: Got it. So, understanding, you know, I'm looking, I'm thinking about the other coaching numbers. You know, you got people doing 36 million, 24 million a year. And generally, one program's two thousand bucks, right? The yep. other one is about ten thousand. What range do you fall in on the a higher end of that spectrum or the lower end? Yeah. We're right
0: in the middle. So got if someone okay. says, hey, look, Seth, I want you guys to build an Amazon business for us, they would need thirty thousand up front. But we do all the work. But if got someone it. said, Seth, I want you to train me, the price range is going to be anywhere from two grand to five grand.
1: Perfect. And thank you for that. So you got the done yeah. for you, 30 grand, done with you, you know, two to five grand or three to five. Exactly. The thing is you, you offer five courses and then it sounds like there's some one-on-one with the coaches that you have on your team. And then there's a group session with you, the master, right? Yep,
0: exactly. And that group session includes Q&A as well at the end of every session, because Amazon mm-hmm. changes like one day in Amazon is like a year in real life. Amazon changes yep. so quickly because they're growing and people, when they first start, if they're new to this, they're like, whoa, why did Amazon change? They're expecting nothing to change for a year. And that's why we have that live coaching, because even though we update the courses every single week, we have content creators, full job is that's all they do is make sure everything's accurate and updated. And we announce every update. We also have the live coaching because people need to know, you know, what are the wins that just shifted on Amazon?
1: Got it. I love that. And so are there some scenarios where you might take equity in some of these companies? Any upside?
0: Yeah, we do. So with the company that we're doing with Kevin Harrington, we do have some equity. And then we have some other business partnerships that I'm not at liberty to share who they're with at this time. But yes, we do have equity with some of them. And that that is exciting. In fact, I just had one of the companies that we've been helping, they said, hey, would you like to buy into this? And so we're in the negotiation process of that.
1: Got it. So, you know, if someone comes to you and they're like, Seth, you've been doing amazing with e-commerce. Why would you shift your attention to do courses at the same time? Yep. What would you yep. say to these people? Because I'm sure you've got some thought. Absolutely.
0: 1000%. And here, and I'm going to go back to what one very wise entrepreneur told me, Ted Beasley, who lives in Austin. He's coached people for years. He said, Seth, if you can find two things, something that makes you money, something that you love and put those together, you found the sweet spot. I love teaching. I love helping people. And I don't just, that sounds so altruistic and nice, but literally like this is what we do. When my wife and I first started our business, I remember where we were driving over this hill on the 45. We said, if someday we're wealthy, we want to use this to help people, not people who are looking for a handout, people who actually will use the help. So a percentage of our donations of our profits, 15% go to organizations that fight child sex slavery, which is a huge issue today. Most people don't talk about it. I know it's uncomfortable, but that's a huge part of it. As parents of four children, we get that and we know how serious that is. So one reason is I love it. I love doing it. Second, I make money and it's fun. Third, we're changing lives and there's nothing more satisfying than changing lives. So for us, we really are a hybrid. We sell on Amazon and then we teach it and we also build stores for people on Amazon. All of it makes us money. Total transparency, Eric. One year we made no money coaching made a lot of money on Amazon. None. Some people said, well, why? Well, we built out an office, we built a studio, we hired a bunch of staff. Why would you do that? Because my long-term goal is not just to make money. Yes, I want to make money. Absolutely. But I want to build a brand that lasts, that outlives the gurus running around. I'm not against the Lamborghini, but you you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) You know, I drive a Tesla for a reason. Like I want to outlive those guys. Like I've had so many people come to me and say, I'm so tired of buying a course and what they promised they didn't deliver. Like that motivates the heck out of me. So many people have been burned. And so even though some people are still going to group us in that, it's going to happen. It's natural. Yeah, We're going to outlive that. We are here for the long haul. That's why we down the street, Eric, right now we're building new headquarters. We just purchased land. We're building a coffee shop. People from around the world come visit us here in Austin. It's so awesome. This coffee shop will be the downstairs and the upstairs will be our new training center for Just One Dime. One of our goals is building training centers where people can literally sit down and we can sit next to them and show them how to do it. Is that the best way to make money coaching? Heck no. It's a lot easier to sell a course. (laughs) But Uh, we're doing it because Eric, the long-term return is amazing. And financially, when you literally change a life, Daniel Alvarez, he's a millionaire today. David Lopez- Uh, our third student. He went from Cuba, which he hated to Miami, Florida. He is a multimillionaire. He is our third student. He talks about it. He shares the screen. Like we have millionaire students because of the training and that gets me fired up. If I can help them, but also make money doing it, I'm living the dream brother. But it didn't start that way. It was hard at the beginning and it's still hard some days.
1: I love that. And thanks for sharing that. I'm going to have to visit your new headquarters when it opens. That dovetails into my next question around scalable coaching, right? So obviously, you know, you you can't, there's only so much one-on-one you can do, right? We kind of touched upon it, but is there anything else around scalable coaching that you'd like to talk about?
0: Absolutely. Creating videos is huge because people can watch them while you are on a date with your spouse or hanging out with your kids or playing golf or tap dancing, which I like to do. (laughs) So that's one key. The other way to make it scalable is you need a team. You need a team of people who are living it. And what I found, and I found this early on, is when I started coaching, I could not answer every question. And today, Eric, I still can't. Why is that? Because I don't have products in every possible category. But the coaches on my team, when you add me to them, our combined experience is over 50 years of selling on Amazon. All the different categories are covered except for handmade, but we'll get there soon. So my point is, when you have a team with you and they are getting paid but they're also making their primary income selling in Amazon, but they get to do this on the side because they actually enjoy helping people. That's scalable. So what really, I like to put it this way, brother. So you, in my mind, there are four assets. First, you have people and that's the most important. And I'm talking about these principal type assets, right? So first you have people, then you have time. And that's the second most important in my opinion, because you can never get a refund on it. Third, you have knowledge. Knowledge is so important without knowledge, We're going to make a lot of mistakes that we could have avoided. That's why we teach people. And fourth, you have money. You still need money. Money makes the world go around. If you don't have money, you're not going to have margin. Those four assets, we constantly ask ourselves, how can we prioritize people first, time second, knowledge third, and money fourth? And we live by that motto. And what that has allowed us to do is to actually enjoy life more. Just the other day, Eric, just to give you an example, our staff was, was in the lounge. We're planning out this next video we're gonna create for our students and for our followers. And people were laughing all over the place. Like those moments that you get to enjoy with people, you can't put a price tag on that. But I couldn't have gotten there if I didn't start selling an Amazon. If I didn't walk around, talk to random people who laughed at me and say, will you double my dime? like, what's wrong with you? Like, no, I, I really have a dream. Let me share it with you. Like no one cared about me then. No one talked about me. No one would have followed me. And I think a lot of people, they give up. Marketers give up because they they need that attention to validate. We have to give that validation up and say, wait, am I actually committed to this vision? If I am, the results will come later. You'll get to enjoy that later. But what it did is it made me go deep, Eric. I had to take ownership for issues in my life and my own insecurities before I was ready to actually help people or grow a brand. So now… I've always believed that success starts on the inside and then it grows to the outside. It has to be a heart change first, then it becomes a change in your bank account.
1: You know if you focus too much on attention to your point right it's it actually takes two to three years to really start to build you know any yeah. type of following right the the first podcast actually this podcast after the first year i was only getting nine downloads a day and then 30 downloads a day after the second year but yeah. what kept me going to your point too is is around learning right as long as i feel like i'm getting better i'm learning i'm going to keep going that's the kpi you try to optimize for the wrong thing you end up quitting too early which is what a lot of entrepreneurs or content creators do right
0: so true so, yeah absolutely yeah.
1: I want to talk real quick about the final thing around the coaching thing for for now is is the way your team is structured. Because it sounds like the coaches are actually, you know, you might have people that are on the ad side, you might have some very, you know, different specialists, right? So how's that team structured around that coaching business?
0: Absolutely. So the coaches are all Amazon sellers, they sell in different categories. And so when they, when people join the training, the kinds of topics they teach are areas that they are specialists in. They all have experience in all the areas they have to otherwise they wouldn't be able to successfully run a store on amazon but for example one of the coaches he's really good at ppc pay-per-click ads on amazon another coach is really good at facebook how to use facebook ads which you know, I know you talk about Facebook guys a lot, is a lot of people's bane of their existence. <laughs> Using Facebook to drive traffic to your Amazon store and then mean how do I follow these people? Because Amazon doesn't allow you to embed, it can become a really big issue. So, the coaches have their expertises, but they have to know everything in order to succeed themselves. So, if someone were to join and we help them, they're assigned to a coach randomly, but once they want to go deep, then they can join the workshops where that coach is teaching a specific topic that that coach is an expert at.
1: Got it. I love it. Makes a lot of sense. I appreciate all the thought you've put into that structure. So one thing that caught my mind by my, my attention too, is you mentioned that the quote dating your wife and not a lot of people talk about this. So can you explain what that concept is and, and maybe some examples?
0: Yeah. So my favorite way to put it, Eric, is. I date my girlfriend who so happens to be my wife. And I think a lot of times in marriages, we've been married over 20 years now. A lot of times in marriages, people forget, you know, that spark, that moment of romance and joy and fun. When you first met that woman or that man that you love and that romance and that excitement, and you just love being around them and you got to get nervous and your heart palpitates, people lose that, they forget that. And so what my wife and i have done is we've decided we decided this a long time ago we will continue to go on dates and surprise each other and do different things and learn and grow to love each other in ways that help each other to feel loved and also be real you know last night we got in a disagreement we were angry at each other but we have to be real about that we're open with our kids about that so my point is i think every married person if they want a marriage that's lasting and fulfilling, the intimacy, the fun, the creativity, all of that is awesome. If you're willing to invest the default though, especially as entrepreneurs is what do we do? Our new spouse becomes our business. And all of a sudden our marriage starts falling apart. Well, why did I start this business in the first place? Oh yeah, that's right. So I could have more time and margin with my family. So it's something we have to fight, but yeah, dating my wife is one of my favorite things to do. It's one of my getaways And it. We don't need something complicated and fancy. We'll just go to dinner. Go on a walk, go on a walk with the dog, you know, hang out, watch a show, have a glass of wine, nothing crazy, or we'll do getaways at our own Airbnb properties here in Austin.
1: (laughs) I love that. That's amazing. The most important thing here is you're not letting the relationship decay, right? And I remember reading something around, I forgot where this came from, but it's like, you know, you make sure there's a weekly thing and also you make sure there's a quarterly thing and maybe there's a, there's a, you know, every six months type of thing. And there's like an annual thing, right? So is that how you structure it or is there something different?
0: You're probably reading someone who's doing it better than me because I don't have it that
1: structured. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome though.
0: So for us, it is a weekly thing. Sometimes it's more often like I'll give you an example. So right now in December, things are insanely busy on Amazon and coaching and building stores for investors. Like they're insane right now. Mm -hmm. So I told my wife and we agreed on this, like, look, I'm going to be busy like 12 hours a day, sometimes 10, 11 hours a day. And we told the staff, everyone understands this is a hard time, but it's a fun time. So, everyone's working their asses off the best they can. In mid-January, my family's going to Miami just to get away and have fun, have a little vacation. And while we're there, we will be looking for an investment property. Our real estate manager, who is full-time staff here, she's finding us a property that we will purchase that will become another place that can not only be a training center, but a getaway place for our family in the future. So, that's an example where we made this commitment long ago that anytime we travel, we're going to buy a property when we go. That way, in oh. the next time we go, we're not spending money. Yeah. We're actually, we've made money. And again, you have I to plan that. out for this to work, but it's, it's a way to discipline ourselves. So, we're not just yeah. spending money, but we're thinking invest, but also have fun. And I think there's got to be a balance there to enjoy yeah. your life, you know? <laughs> Be so
1: rich, be so successful that everywhere you travel, you buy a property each Exactly. You <laughs>
0: That's our goal. You, you want to hear something crazy, it. Eric? We were going to yeah. do this in China. I was so excited, man, because we're going to China for two months where I'm going to mm-hmm. just the entire time is going to be talking to our suppliers and learning Chinese. Our full-time yeah. staff there, they're going to teach me and Dan Rogers from South Africa. It's going to be a really funny video. It's like these two white guys go to China <laughs> to learn Chinese from two yeah. women. It's gonna, <laughs> and it's, I was so excited yeah. to buy a property there. But man, I did not realize the government after a certain number of years, they own the property just to get like the rent is super low. The cost of property is like super high. And I was like the one country so far where it would not actually make sense for us ever to buy property in China unless yeah. it was owned by a local. But even then the government gets it back every few years. I don't fully understand it, but this is what I learned from our staff yeah. there. So one of those weird situations where we have to break our rule, but it'll still be great.
1: I guess that's how it works there. Well, I, never, I actually never knew that. So uh, by the way, I'm Chinese. So, but anyway, cool. So two more questions from my side. What's your favorite business tool?
0: This is going to sound so boring, man. Josiah, my business partner and I, we spent yeah. so many hours trying to find an email program that was great. And Front is phenomenal. Like they, they've been amazing. I think they have such a great balance of marketing, plus content, plus a tool that's constantly updated. And it's so freaking intuitive. I love Front. You know why I love Front? Because I hate email. So, it just takes a little bit of pain out of my life.
1: <laughs> so, do you love it mainly because of the ability to collab and drop people into like, you know, hey, can you collaborate with me on this email with someone else? Is that what it is? And there's that part where I can make a
0: comment and then a staff member can see my comment for feedback. Uh-huh. and. If like, I'll just give you an example, Adelie, she's over a warrior success team. So she manages the people who provide customer service to all of our students. We have seven layers of support. That way everyone gets responded to within 24 hours, no matter what. Sometimes if she has a staff member under her who writes an email, but they're not sure how to respond cause it's a tough one or it needs a little bit of tact. They can write it up, share it as a draft. She can read it, give them feedback or she can edit it and send it. To mm-hmm. me, that's mind blowing. Do you know what Juno is? Juno, I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. She's she Jacqueline staff member. She's like, oh, is that a movie or something? No, it is a movie. Oh, it is a movie. It
1: is a a movie.
0: Yeah. I have not seen the movie. My first email address was Juno. That was before we got AOL. So just to give you, so in my mind, email over the years has like it's evolved. And from day one, I always hated it. I wasn't one of those people's like, man, I get to send someone an email. It's like, what's the point of this? Like, I'd rather talk to them in person. But now I understand the necessity and Front has extracted about 90% of the suffering that comes around email in my life.
1: Wow, that's a big testimonial there. All right, so final question for you. What is your favorite business book?
0: The Goal. That book I find phenomenal. It was written in the 80s. And here's why I love the book. Because people say, Seth, how does that apply to selling on Amazon, building Amazon stores and coaching people in real estate? Because it's nothing about that.
1: It's about everything. But but
0: it is everything because it talks about (laughs) from raw materials all the way to the end goal. So I have used the structure in that book to find bottlenecks. And I've taught all of my staff, well, all of our staff who's been with us for like up to a year now, taught them how to leverage that. So in any workflow, you can find the bottleneck, address it, that creates a new bottleneck. You always have a bottleneck, but that's great. It has taught me scalability via reverse engineering. And I, I just found, I think the guy's a genius.
1: It's the book that Jeff Bezos makes his management team, all of them read. And I, we kidding. did that for a couple of years and I, I forgot about doing it, but I, I'm actually uh. going to reinforce that again. So thank you for that. So Seth, this has been great. What is the best way for people to find you online?
0: you know what they can send me an email i'll respond seth at jod.com or jod.com which stands for just one dime.com and i just want to share this last thing eric for everyone listening even if you're starting with something as small as a dime you can turn that into something way beyond your imagination if you simply believe take action and are willing to fail along the way
1: i love that all right seth this has been great thanks so much for doing this absolutely man thanks for having me eric it's really good to meet you man